everybody, this is Terrell Cummings, and this is Season 2, Episode 7 of the Always Relevant Podcast. Today, Dane and I are going to be discussing his trip to Celtic Fest, uh, the different beers that are involved there at Celtic Fest. Uh, since Lee couldn't get us his beer, get us his um, drink recipe list on time, it's okay. We'll make up for that next week. Um, we'll also be talking about the college football rundown. We were discussing the Bengals and Browns, a little NFL, uh, some Major League Baseball rundown, and we'll be talking about how to save the hospitality industry. As soon as it's going downhill, we want to know what can we do to try to save it or uh, get some feedback as far as that. So we look forward to that. We'll also be going through some rapid fire topics with this or that being the um, the actual topic edition. And we'll, as always, I'll get real with Dane. I'm talking about Akron football and Mess Your Money with Rail. Talking about Kyrie Irving. So we're excited for today. We hope you are too. And um, here we go. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. This is Terrell Cummings and Dane DeMeo. This is episode seven of season two of Always Relevant Podcast. And like I said before, we got Dane DeMeo on. Dane, dude, what's going on, man? Oh, man, not much. Good weekend of pro football for us. Looks like, looking like uh, Ohio is going to be where it's at this year. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be the case, man. Bengals, Browns holding it down. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Steelers struggling. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So we're going to get into it. As always, how are you? How are you really? I'm trying to think what even happened this past weekend, but I'll start off. How am I? I'm all right. I'm just hang out a little bit this weekend. Nothing too crazy or stressful, I don't think. I think Lee and I actually went out for some happy hour beverages on Friday, so that was good. The kids were gone a lot of the day on Saturday. Chilled out, hung out, watched a lot of football. Overall, how was I, how was I really? How was I really? I was good. I said, watched a lot of football, hung out, grilled out some burgers and cheesy nuts yesterday, had leftovers today. Solid. Not mad. What about you, Dan? How are you? How are you really? Oh, man, I'm good. You know, it's always good when the Browns win, Buckeyes win. Uh, yeah, just a good weekend, hanging out. It's more cultural explorations. We'll uh, get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, nice. But, yeah, we'll up another festival we're going to talk about. Good stuff. <laughs> no, that's good, man. We're actually going to talk about it right now. Your, your trip to Celtic Fest. Tell us about it. Uh, Celtic Fest was a good time. So it's held in Bethlehem, PA. Okay. So I headed out. To do some more because, you know, last weekend I was in New York City. You know, I'm Italian, Catholic Italian. I go out there and do my thing and everything like that. So I go to Celtic Fest, which is obviously the Irish culture. Man, I love the Irish culture. Like, it's just a good time, man. You go out there. I went out for some shepherd's pie, and I ended up somehow with some fries with, like, chili on it or something. I don't know what it was, but, you know, it it was weird. But, you know, then I had to eat a real shepherd's pie. So, you know, then I got my full, full fill of food. But uh, I'll you Shepherd's Pie, man. It's just not my thing. My brother's all about it growing up. Not me. Not my style. Yeah, but there's a couple things that are very unique about the Irish culture, right? Right. Like, they wear their kilts to the festival, right? Yeah, they, wear the old, though, right? they wear the old school throwback wardrobe when they go to Celtic Fest. Like, we're Italians, right. you know. I don't wear a Roman toga to the Italian festival, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you also start that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. We should start wearing the togas. Yeah, the San Gennaro and stuff. But they wear the kilts. They're all dressed up for it. They're fired up, even if they're not Irish. And you know me, I don't look Irish at all. There's no way I'm pulling it off. But at least wear a little green, you know what I mean? Get the spirit of everything. So, you know, I got a friend in a band. She's playing, you know, and they start that epic, you know what I mean, that Irish music. You know what? All the years of studying history and stuff, you always wonder, how are the Irish able to fight off, you know, people like the Roman Empire and England stuff? It's not just the beer, it's the music. I mean, I was sitting there, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm getting into this, like, folking, they're fired up, they're, you know, they're playing all these instruments and stuff like that. I mean, you just want to charge down a hill with a broadsword shortless, right, shirtless, right into the, right into some Roman legions, like, fired up, man. I see how they did it now. You know, you get them all worked up with some of that Irish music, get a couple Guinnesses in them, man, you'd be ready to charge into anything. So, Probably true. Probably true. Yeah. so it was great. So uh, I love the Irish. I love going out to Irish festivals. It's great. Great party. Great drinks. And that's where we're going to get into some drinks of the week's action. Drink of the week action. Right? Yeah, because Lee, he's supposed to get us our drinks of the week, but he's failed us. He did not get us a drink for the, the week at all. So 
Brendan Sheehan, we can hit Lee on this podcast next week, and he can tell you the drink of the week himself. But we'll see what's good on that. Until then, Dane, tell us about your, your beverages of choice at the Celtic Fest. So the beverage of the choice, there's a lot of people there. You know what I mean? There's lines. So I come up with this one line, this guy, you know, wearing a kilt like everybody else comes up to me and goes, hey, uh, you know, you can buy your uh, beer right here. I was like, okay, well, I got to do. So he says, well, it's cash only. Okay. He goes, I'm going to give you these chips and you go over there. I said, all right, I'll take a Miller Lite. It's like, no, it's not good for Miller Lite. Only good for these beers right here. So some Irish beers, right? You had Harp, <laughs> you had Guinness, and you had uh, Smithwick's. I said, all right. Smithwick's. So, yeah. Smithwick's. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. So all good choices. Uh-huh. But, you know, dude's sitting here collecting chips like randomly. There's a line right here. I'm sitting here thinking, dude, I'm going to give this dude some money. And then my you know, friends are behind me like, oh, we want to give this guy some money or what? This sounds shady. So we give him, <laughs> I give him a hundred dollar bill. He's got a swat of cash like this. He's like, dude, dude, dude. all right, gives me a change. Go. <laughs> he gives me these plastic coins and the person's like, nah, I don't know what that is. I was like, what? <laughs> you got to go. They got you. Yeah, you can't trust the Irish, though. You can't trust them. Anybody with a kilt, don't buy any chips off of them. Shady. No, they're just messing with me. So my drink of the week is I got the Guinness. Can never go wrong with Guinness. I recommend everybody go to any Irish festival, no matter what nationality you are. They uh they welcome everybody. It's a good time. So there's my it's drink hard, of the week. It's, it's hard to drink Guinness all day, though. Having it Guinness is. is all day. It's heavy. It's heavy. So if you want to lighten it up a little bit, go for the Smittics. It's just as dark, but the taste is a little bit lighter. Remember that. Lee got me hooked on that back in the day. We talked to the Irish pub back in like, I don't know, 2006 or something like that. We was living down there in Covington, Kentucky. So he, he never, well, maybe it was a little later now. Either way, he didn't see me wrong. So I'll stand by it. Yeah, the Irish don't mess around, man. They got nothing that tastes like Miller Lite, none of that watery Bud Light stuff, none of that garbage yeah. we make in the United States. Harp, it's all good, man. And even mix it, black and tan, right? Get some Jameson <laughs> with that. Oh, man. But yeah, excellent time, excellent festival. There in uh, Bethlehem, PA. Uh, I will continue my cultural explorations in Oktoberfest next weekend. I'll let you know how that goes. Get nice. a little German German uh, action here. Yep, looking forward to hearing that for sure, obviously. I'm around the Cincinnati area, so Oktoberfest will be uh, up and going um, a lot of weekends uh, throughout the month. Uh, except the one in Newport. It actually got canceled. I think I sent you guys a, an article about that because they didn't have enough workers. You can imagine that. So Yeah, I've seen that. Knows. That was the case there. Uh, you know, hopefully it won't be the case for the rest of them. But, you know, obviously things are a little bit different nowadays. So, But we'll, we'll see how it goes from there. We're going to go ahead and jump into the first segment, the college football rundown. Dane tells about uh, the college football weekend and the, the haves and the have-nots and the goods and the bads and let us know what's good. So we'll start off with Ohio State who played miserable Akron, which I'm going to get into a little later. You better believe it. But uh, my hometown steps, man, <laughs> I, I feel so bad. But, uh, you know, Ohio State 59-7, played two different quarterbacks. The only thing I'll say about this game, because Akron doesn't deserve to be talked about much, is uh, looks like uh, Buckeyes have just announced Kyle McCord's going to be starting um, next game. I don't know if Str- it's because Stroud's still injured or if he's not injured. They're trying somebody else. But uh, we'll see what happens there. What's your thoughts? I hope they didn't base it off of that game because I feel like Stroud would have done just as well as McCord did against Akron. You know, Akron pretty much had an open door policy. You know, everybody's open, let everybody into the, you know, into the room, down the hall, whatever it is. Either way, Ohio State was running free. I feel like Stroud could have done just as well, if not better than McCord. So hope it's not based on that game. Maybe it's based on practice, based on feel or whatever it is. I just hope it's not based on the actual game itself because if that's the case, Stroud faced a lot better competition than what. Uh, McCord has but you know coach decision we'll see what's good hopefully it won't mess with the young kids heads too much I mean odds are by next year or two seasons from now they're not going to be starting anyway because the kid from Texas is sitting there waiting uh that I passed the senior in high school to enroll in school early so you know that's whatever there but hopefully it doesn't mess them up too bad yeah, and then we're going to move on to your game because, you know, I live pretty close to Rutgers, so I was like, you know, some people around here were actually hyped about this game. That's how far Michigan's fallen is there's people that are Rutgers fans that are hyped about this game because they actually thought they could get it. They didn't get it. Michigan <laughs> squeaks it out 2013, though. Tell us what happened. I mean, honestly, Michigan was dominating the first half, and 
Rutgers, I mean, both teams, there weren't a lot of penalties at first. There were no turnovers in the first half. Michigan, I felt like they were dominating the whole time. They last drive down, they probably should have scored a touchdown. You'd have to kick a field goal or whatever as far as that. That probably would have put them up and put everything ahead. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's just how it went down. But um, second half, Rutgers came out, man. They were fired up. They were playing good defense. The Michigan had got nothing going on offense at all whatsoever. And you know, it was just it was just bad. Michigan couldn't do anything. Rutgers was dominating on offense. And honestly, Rutgers went down. Michigan stopped them. Uh, it would have brought them the one score. They ended up trying to kick a field goal. And the field goal kicker missed it. So then they were still down by a touchdown or whatever. And after that, just – they turned the ball over for once on the very last drive, finally, and it was over. But the whole second half was dominated by Rutgers, and it was really their front front seven really dominated Michigan's front offensive line. And Michigan couldn't run the ball at all, and they couldn't get any kind of rhythm going or establish anything. So I think part of that's play calling. I think the, the play caller could have called things a little bit different, Josh Gaddis. But either way, they weren't moving the ball, and they weren't running straight ahead on, which makes me worry, like, is Rutgers better? Yes. But is Rutgers uh, like offensive or defensive line, like Ohio State's defensive line, athletically? No. So then it makes me wonder what's going to happen whenever, not even facing Ohio State, whenever Michigan plays like Wisconsin. They have the, the big boys up there, how they're going to handle that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. All right, let me ask you this. Who do you yeah. got next week? Is the Michigan preseason almost over? Is it going to last forever? You got another MAC team lined up? What do you got? No, man. I think they're playing Wisconsin. Wisconsin, I believe. Okay. Yeah. They were kind of an embarrassment, so we'll see what happens. Well, they were solid for three quarters in the fourth quarter. It kind of it looked like it was a, a worse game than what it really was. Um, yeah. They, they were in it with, with uh, Notre Dame for a while, for sure. Um, I think Wisconsin has quarterback issues, to be honest with you. What did, we, what did I say last time? Other than Russell Wilson in the last 20 years, who have they had that could even – play a remotely decent game at Wisconsin. Yeah, no, no, no. And it, it was proven again. I mean, Notre Dame's quarterback isn't all that great. He came from Wisconsin. and he <laughs> that's, Yeah, that yeah, should he, tell you everything. He, he left there because Coach pretty much said, we're going to go with this guy and didn't really – wasn't transparent about it. So, he liked the way he made him feel, feel about that. So, like, I'm leaving one Notre Dame. So, I'm surprised Notre Dame couldn't find a better quarterback, but they really haven't had a great quarterback in the last however many years either. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there as far yeah, as so that. That, that game finished 41-13 uh, when Wisconsin went down hard. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go over just a couple quick ones, some good games, some surprising games. The one that shocked me, I guess eh, Clemson hasn't looked that good. Clemson goes down to NC State 27-21. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, well, DJU couldn't pull it out. So Dabo Sweeney's out. He's, he's, he's in a, a rebuilding effort now, trying to get them back to where they were. So it's going to take a few years. Obviously, they're not what they were. Maybe this couldn't reload fast enough this year. Maybe Trevor Lawrence covered up a lot of what their deficiencies were in the last couple of years. I don't yeah, know. especially last year, I think. Yeah, I think especially last year. But year before, they had a lot of athletes on defense. But especially last year, their offense covered up a lot of their deficiencies. And now everybody's kind of catching up a little bit. So, you know, we'll yeah. see what happens. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see other teams in the playoffs besides Clemson. Yeah. So Alabama won big, nothing to talk about there. Now, Michigan State's on my radar now, and even Nebraska a little bit. This ended up being a good game. Michigan State wins 23-20 in overtime. Physical football, Big Ten football, what'd you think? Hey, you know, talking about messing their money, hey, Scott Frost is hanging in there. <laughs> He's going to have them believing because everybody's like, you know, should we fire him after game two this season? Well, you know what? I think they're turning around. I think they're turning the corner. I think they're going to be better than what people think. I think you should give him at least another couple of years to get everything in place. Nebraska's a hard place to recruit to. Before they always recruited in Texas. They always had those those uh, you know corn you know corn fed boys out there in Nebraska. They're big and everything like that. So it's going to take a little more time to get them back up and running. But um, you know, overall, I mean, it was it was smash mouth. It was close, and I hope the teams are. I hope the teams are both like actually good. That's what I hope. I hope it's not like two mediocre teams that are just beating on each other. I think they're physical. I think they're good. I just have to see them play more teams to be sure. Um, I think Nebraska's definitely better than what they were. Yeah, but the problem with Frost is Martinez, this is his last year, so now he's going to have to find a quarterback next year, so he really needs a strong finish now. Well, he had one of the uh, McCaffrey brothers, but he transferred. So yep. not because he felt like he should start already, which is probably true because he's pretty dynamic. Yeah, so is Martinez, though. Uh, 
but you know, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm impressed with Michigan state because that program was in the dumps and they got a new coach and he, he, he deserves some props. Yeah. Uh, how about my boy Chip Kelly coming back, taking care of Stanford 35, 24. I hate talking pac 12, but Chip Kelly fascinates me. So that's what we got. What do you think? They're, they're, they're quarterbacks dynamic. I forget his name. No, he goes on three names or whatever. But uh, he's <laughs> yeah. good. He did. He did get hurt. I wanted to see that, like how bad his injury is. Look, it was right in his throwing shoulder. So um, without him, they don't go anywhere. If he's hurt, you can you can just mark UCLA off the list and start losing games because he is their offense. Yeah, so, it's a good game uh, for UCLA though. I mean, Stanford just got done what whooping USC last week. So yeah, for I'll sure. take that. For I'll sure. take that win. Uh, uh, this is the other team that's on the radar. Deserves some respect. Uh, we tried to get Paul Feinbaum on the show, but I heard he was busy doing Saban's laundry. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think he had to go make coffee runs for him and stuff. So couldn't get him on maybe next week. But Arkansas, 20 to 10 over Texas A&M. What do you think? Hey, Arkansas, they're coming in. They're being physical. They're playing bully ball. I love it. That's how the SEC should have yes. been. I've always been. They never, they never changed from what they were. And to come out, maybe Texas is better than what we thought they were. Maybe out, maybe Arkansas is just that good and just bullied Texas like they did. They bullied Texas A&M. The Texas A&M short on quarterback play. Either way, Arkansas is coming out. They're just being more physical than people, man. That's crazy. Texas A&M has been squeaking by on their games. They can't score. And yeah. uh, the big boys, Arkansas, Razorbacks. I love the way they're playing football, man. Arkansas, we got to watch. Penn State took care of Villanova, which isn't no pushover. Villanova is traditionally a power in FCS, uh, but right. a good win for them. Iowa beat Colorado State at home 24-14. They got them ranked number five because they've played a pretty difficult schedule, but, but it's so hard to tell right now. It seems like Alabama and everybody else. Uh, but uh, I, I think Iowa's better on defense than offense right now. I don't know if they can – I don't know if the offense can move the ball against a solid defense. We'll have to look at their schedule. If they get the big boys at home, you know, if they got the, the tough games at home, like Wisconsin, when I was one of the best home teams out there. They are. You're right. You know, so it depends on where their games are. We'll have to keep an eye on them. And dang it, I wish Oklahoma would go down. I can't wait to go off on them. But they squeaked West Virginia. Squeaked hey, them in they, The crowd was chanting for the Chant? quarterback's name. Chanting, yeah. we want Caleb. I mean, yeah. how's Mr. Rattler feel about that? You know, it's got to. He says, you know, hey, they're not out here. They're not out here playing, blah, 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 whatever else. Either way, you're out there and your fans are supposed to cheer for you. It's supposed to be your Heisman Trophy year, and they're cheering for the backup quarterback. It's got to do something to you. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, uh, so those are some of the games. Uh, but uh, it's it's turning into a fascinating season. You know, Alabama's had a tough game, so uh, yep. I, I just can't wait till they got to start playing somebody. They like that long preseason like Michigan. I think we're up in the air. I look forward next week to UC Notre Dame. I will see how good UC really is. So I want you real quick to finish up our college segment. What's your thoughts on uh dude quitting in the middle of the game and then tweeting out F Ohio State? Uh, I mean, I, that's, to me, that's just garbage. Like, I don't care how you feel, I don't care how mad you are, can you get upset? Like, you're not gonna walk out of your team in the middle of the game. I don't care who you are or how mad you are at the situation. Like, you have friends in your team, boys on the team. You're not mad at them. You're mad at the coaching staff. So at least stay out there for them because, you know, you want to be there for them regardless. So I don't know. I mean, it was janky. I wouldn't have done it. You know, if he was my teammate at this point in time, I mean, you walked out, dude. You can go ahead and go. Go ahead and just submit your papers. I don't care. Transfer. Do what you want. But, so Ryan Day said he's still going to have access to all the uh, stuff students are have access to, and I guess he's going to remain on scholarship for this semester the key is this semester oh this semester right? yeah he's a senior so now he's gonna have to go in that last semester if he even sticks around and how embarrassed would you be to stick around man this is this guy's a senior and did this uh it's they rough, they, they, i actually they, they, i actually feel bad for the guy even though it was a terrible decision I, it, it just can't do it you know maybe he's told something and like and something else was done on the field that he wasn't expecting i don't mean i don't know the whole situation but he still seems a senior. He's act better than that. You know? Yeah, he should know better, right? He's no freshman. I agree. Right, yeah. he's no freshman. Like, you expect those kind of actions from like younger players or whatever. Then you kind of talk to them. They can learn from their mistakes and get them back on board or whatever that is. But he's senior. He knows how the program is. You're in a top flight program. You have younger players coming in that can play. A bunch of five stars around you. If you're a senior and you're not starting, you know, odds are, you know, you're a good player, but you're at Ohio State. So, if you're not starting as a sophomore at Ohio State, you're probably never going to see the field, right? That's probably true. Probably special true. teams. 
Yep. All right, man. So let's talk about the good stuff. Ooh-day. Ooh-day. All right, we'll start right. with the Bengals. All right, I'll give you – since you guys smoked the Steelers, let's start with the Bengals today. What we got? Now, I, uh, granted, the, hey, the Steelers were undermanned. They had a lot of players hurt on defense. I think the Bengals came out, and they did what they should have against, against the Steelers. They showed them not a pushover. They dominated the line of scrimmage. They made plays how they had to. Joe Burrow looked good on two touchdown passes to Jamar Chase. He threw another touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd. You know, they look solid, and I'm not mad about it. Against the Steelers team that was down. If the Steelers team that's down, you know, the Bengals did what they were supposed to do. Now, if the Steelers team's at full strength, we'll see what happens as far as that. It could be more of a contest, but overall, as you can tell, Big Ben just looks old, man. He looks old. I don't know if you watched it. No, or not. he's he done. Old. I watched the game closely. I had it on. Uh, I was watching all the games. There seven TVs lined up. We are watching all the games. Yeah. And, uh, we had the Bengals game, Steelers right next to the Browns. And he threw for 300-plus yards. Don't get me wrong. He threw the ball a lot. No, like, but you know what? That doesn't matter. Yards don't mean anything. Yeah. Like, you know, we've had this conversation before. Like, when we're talking about Deshaun Watson, how good he is, he led the league in passing. Everybody who's in last place leads the league in passing because you stink. So you're throwing the ball because you're behind, right? I don't want to yeah. hear about yards anymore, right? Burroughs had 172 yards, but who cares? He had three touchdowns, right? One interception. Mixon, uh, what did we get? Mixon, 18 yards, yeah, like, 90, 90 yards on 18 carries. Pretty good yeah, average. You know me, bad. I'm a fan of Mixon. He can play. Yeah. Uh, Chase only had 65 yards, but he had two touchdowns, right? Making yep. plays. Uh, Roethlisberger, 318 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Both both interceptions were awful. Like, so just bad. Like, he you looks – interceptions. Um, you, you can see if you watch him slow-mo and he's going back to – he's going back to pass. Normally, Big Ben's known for looking down the field and hanging in the pocket as long as possible, finding those receivers late. Well, now you see him looking out the rush. You know what I mean? He's looking – That's because they pass. can't protect him. They don't they block. They let all their linemen go. So like, He's looking at guys coming, and he, he curled up early because he saw the guy coming. He saw his player get beat. And normally he's standing in there and shrugging off. Now he's worried about getting hit, man. So. And you know what? The Steelers, and a lot of this has been selling these shows, deserve everything they're getting because they never found their successor. That's what GMs are supposed to do. So Roethlisberger had him by the you-know-what because they had nobody else, and he was able to squeeze another couple $23 million out of them this year. Knowing yeah. dang well, he's done. He's done. It's yeah. bad. I don't it, know how they beat Buffalo week one. I mean, that, I don't know how that happened. You know? I, I don't either. I, I have no idea either. But you know what I'll give props to? Najee Harris, because there's no offensive line. And I swear, that dude never lets the first guy tackle him, ever. Like, I felt bad for him because he just always had bodies coming his way. But he makes dudes miss. He'll run over dudes. Now, granted, he didn't drop like four or five passes yesterday. But, you know, he's on the field all three downs. But he doesn't come off the field. And he's, if he gets any kind of offensive line, he's going to be such a good back. It's crazy. But one of the things watching that game is uh, it's not just that the Steelers suck, which I love it. You know what I mean? Uh, right. You know, uh, Bengals were getting after it, getting after it on defense, getting to him, putting the pressure on. I mean, yep. the Steelers, I don't know what where the Steelers go at this point. It's a lost season. Uh, probably looking, looking at the quarterback class. I don't know. Uh, I almost – I mean – do you put Haskins in there at some point if you're out of it? What do you do? I mean, I don't put him in there, but like he didn't have, they have, uh, what's his name? The guy that went to Oklahoma State, big Oh, uh, that dude, why is, uh, why is he still in the league? I don't know. He so can't they, play. They, He's they proven have, he can't play. They yeah, should have kept him out They still have Josh Dobbs on the team. Remember Josh Dobbs played at Tennessee? Yeah, from Tennessee. Yeah, and then they have Haskins, which, I mean, he, he wasn't even dressed. So take that for what you will. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, it's bad, and I love all of it. So, all right, <laughs> let's go right, on. Go to your yeah, your let's get into it. So, the Browns still looking a little shaky at first, but they won basically kind of how their formula is, right? They play physical football, and they wear you down, and the Bears' defense quit. Now, someone who's played defense before, knowing your offense is going to go out there, and come off the field three plays later, you eventually get a little tired. You know, it's just yeah. nature. The Bears have an awesome defense. Their front seven is – Their front seven for real. Yeah. Now, but the bottom line is they got tired because their offense stinks. So, uh, I feel bad for Justin Fields. He was sacked nine times. 
Uh, but the Browns defensive line's monstrous. You know, Miles Garrett, 4.5 sacks. That's crazy, right? Yep. Puts himself already in a defensive player of the year uh, candidate argument. You know what I mean? Clowney was just throwing people around. Yeah. But you know what? Other teams adjusted to the Browns' rush, right? They, they right. made adjustments. They double-teamed. You're always chipping. Give them more protection. Matt Nagy's going to get someone killed. All right. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, now I'm wondering, you know, why did Foles fail so bad? Why did Mitch Trubisky fail so bad? That play calling was awesome. Now, I usually don't watch the Bears because they're irrelevant. No one cares. But uh, <laughs> they, they, they suck. And it's because of their coach. I mean, I, I watched a lot of shows. We talked earlier today. Uh, you know, I agree with what a lot of people are saying. The first thing I thought is he should be fired this morning. Right now. He's going right to get somebody killed. He's going to get somebody killed. Did you see Fields on the sideline? Did you see that yeah. face? Like, my God, dude. Nobody's blocking Connie and Miles Garrett. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, and he got no help. They just left their five, their five offensive linemen out there, like, by themselves. I mean, get a tight end into there. Keep him in the block. Keep the running back in the block. Give him max protection. Help him out. He has Allen Robinson on the field. Allen Robinson can catch balls in double coverage. He has, has that time to throw it. He has no time, you know? Yeah. So this game was just as much about the Browns as it was a sorry coaching. I don't know if Miles Garrett and Clowney were listening to that Irish music I was listening to this weekend or what, because they were coming. Coming. Well, they was to it. So, you know, the bad news is Newsom the second hurt his calf, the rookie corner, first round pick. No one, I don't, uh, haven't seen any update on that yet, uh, how long he'll be out, but that's right. kind of a loss because they're already a little sketchy in the secondary. Uh, Hunt had 10 carries, 81 yards. He was a beast. Did you see that one touchdown run? Yeah, that was yes. good. Uh, because Chubb had like 84 yards rushing, no touchdown. He scored yeah, like in yeah, he scored the, well, he scored the one touchdown and he had the uh, 8.1 yards per carry. Chubb was 22 carries, 84 right. yards, 3.8. Uh, Hunt's looked like the better back so far. Um, we'll see what happens. Hunt, I, I think Hunt's just the more. You know, dynamic back where you know, Chubb. Yeah. Was, if Chubb was by himself in the offense without Hunt there, he would just wear teams down. Come fourth quarter, he'd be running free. You know, because yeah. he, he's like that. But you know, with 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 him and Hunt there, Hunt can make those plays out the backfield. He's a little flashier when he runs and everything. A little more excitable to watch. But you know, Nick Chubb's a guy. He's just like your locomotive man. You can just give him the ball and he'll just keep toting the rock. He'll just wear teams down. Yeah, so, Mayfield he's different style. Mayfield played a safe game, 246, one touchdown. Uh, uh, we got to talk about the return OBJ. He looked good, man. Man, that's one thing. Yards. I was so. mad about it, Caden. But, man, OBJ's back. Odell Beckham Jr., my son, Caden. But, dude, why do you like that dude so much? He's made one Dynamic, catch. man. He's made one big catch that everybody remembers. That's it. Dynamic and a lot of that's personality. It. Yeah. Other than, that, other than that, dude is, in my opinion, overrated. <laughs> you, you hear from me first right here overrated so did you realize in this game that the bears had 47 yards i think it's the lowest since 2004 in a game i think that's they had crazy. one net passing yard that's that's, crazy. that's just uh, how that guy still has a job today i have no idea i would have been embarrassed to come back into the office i'm so fired up though i got my 1986 painter's cap on i know you're hype from the browns throwback to the good old days so I'm hyped. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. Some of Stefanski's had some sketchy calls. Uh, going for it on fourth early. I love his aggressiveness. I don't know if you do that because they were having some trouble, you know what I mean, with the Bears' defense. Right. Uh, but He's at the end of the – His defense against the Bears, though. That's the thing. Like, I was just going to say nothing. that. So yeah. he was getting a lot of criticism for his coaching, but the bottom line was he knew the Bears weren't going to score. I mean, right. Plus, Sid, Sid Luckman's coming back from the grave. They haven't had a quarterback since the black and white days. I mean. Hey, hey, Jim Harbaugh <laughs> was decent. Kathy oh, come on. Man, I don't want to hear about Harbaugh unless he's coaching at West Virginia next year or something. All right, what we got? So, you know, we had some good games. Any other pro games you want to talk about? about that Aaron Rodgers game last night? Hey, Aaron Rodgers came through. Um, let's talk about Justin Tucker set an NFL record with 66-yard field goal in the cool. Hey, no win, no nothing, just straight, straight mashed it for a game winner, too. Hey, I give him props. I was so excited. My day was almost perfect that the Steelers got destroyed. If the Lions would have beat the Ravens, that would have made the perfect Sunday for me almost. I mean, and you know what's bad about it? 
So you know what? I'm going to trash the Lions real quick, right? All right, yeah. It's three plays in a row. You sack Lamar Jackson. I literally think they sacked him three plays in a row. I'm watching the end of this game. Then, then you decide to rush three people and do man coverage on fourth down and 19. Right. Right away, whoever made that call should be fired. It should be down in Cancun right now, done. So okay, Lamar Jackson sends back. Two over top, right? Huh? Yeah, man coverage with two over top, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? And then there's this thing that Lamar can't throw, which is garbage. He has a yeah, nice he, ball. He, I mean, yeah, I've seen it at Louisville. So what's yeah. he do? He drops a dime right in there over the defense, gets it close enough. Then the refs miss a delay of game call two That's seconds true. past it. It would have made it a 71. You didn't, you don't even try it. Right. right. And then, then dude hits a 66 yard field goal and I'm sitting there. Right. And I'm watching this and somebody, somebody says, who wants to bet on this kick? $20 kick. I should have took the whole room and said $20. Everybody, if he misses it, I'll pay you all $20. If he makes it, I'll take 20. I didn't do it. I should have done it because he's the goat of kicking and okay, he knocked if, that thing through. If, if anybody was going to do it, it's going to be him. Dude rarely misses. He hasn't missed in the fourth quarter overtime for I don't know how long, but it's been a long time to get that. Either way, dude's solid. He's opposite 16 for 16 five. in the yeah. fourth quarter or something yeah. like that. So, hey, I give him props. I mean, that was a nice kick. You know, he hit the crossbar. He needed every yard of it, but it still counts. Did it in the he game. saved Lamar Jackson from so much criticism today. I mean, that's how much one play matters. And you got a yeah. guy like Tuck kicking for you. Oh, man. You know, he's just knocking it through and then singing his opera, dude, just doing his thing. I mean, that's what he does, man. what he does. Money. So that's pretty much the AFC North today. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked good. Big win over the Niners. Uh, Seahawks look like garbage. Tennessee looked pretty good. I'll tell you what. You know who sucks? You know who sucks? New York sucks. How does it feel to have two awful teams? And then Buffalo, Buffalo, the state of New York is Buffalo. They're still holding it down. Buffalo is so far away, it's like a different state. Right. I mean, that's how far away it is from New York City for right. me to drive to Buffalo right now would take me almost as long as it takes to get to Cleveland. It'd take me five and a half hours to get to Buffalo from where I'm at right now. I can get so, there in like six. Huh? I can get there like in six or seven. Yeah, it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's not <laughs> even New York. Uh, that's like that's like Midwest, man. Buffalo shouldn't even count as East Coast. That's like Midwest up there. That's it's, right next door, it's right next door to Cleveland. They should right. be in Cleveland's division. But anyway, uh, yeah, how about them Jets and Giants? Woo, it's ugly. It's ugly. I've never yeah, seen football so bad as that Atlanta Giants game, and then the Giants lost at home. Big problems in New York. Hey, Danny Dimes is a great nickname. Problem is, you can't <laughs> up to it. Yeah, man, if you call Danny Dimes, man, you, people are going to expect stuff out of you. Right, yeah, he's got that name's got to be dropped for sure. Yeah, came back, he, you know, he's looking better, but they have no offensive line. So it is what it is. Yeah, and that Zach Wilson's going to get killed. I think the Jets are as worse as, or as bad as I've ever seen them. Hey, like, Sam they might not win a hey, game. Sam Darnold's looking good down there in Carolina, though. New, hey, hey. He's got a new, a new start, new day for him. I'm telling you, man, it ain't like the NBA. Coaching wins. They do. Yep. You, you know what I mean? Coaching wins. I agree. I agree. All you right, got to have that quarterback, quarterback, but coaching wins. Hey, hey, real quick, AFC West. Uh, Justin Serious. Herbert, four touchdowns. All the teams in the West are solid. Kansas City's the one that's one and three or one and two, whatever they are. They're behind the eight ball. They got to figure it out. I'm sure they will. They can score people. Problem is they can't stop anybody. So Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they're drop 40 a game. How about, how about Jacoby Brissett for uh, Miami? Uh, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna make some people think. They gave the Raiders a game when we're scoring some points when they haven't been able to score. So I'll be interested to see what they do there because he yeah, has I mean, a lot of experience with his Colts days. So, but Derek yeah. Carr's balling, man. Derek Carr's balling. It just shows how much further Tua has to go as yeah. far as, as far as his uh, the maturity in the league. So, and you know what's one makes me mad because you were you're the same boat. I hate being completely wrong, and Justin Herbert's balling. I know. Hey, I'll, I'll admit again, I was wrong about Justin Herbert. I thought he was going to be overrated. No, dude's out there. No. Going I thought he was Mariota with just three yeah, inches taller. Hey, 
He, he, he looks the quarterback role. He's looking good this year. He's got a strong arm. He's got a, a young supporting cast. Chargers going to be for real, man. I think that's the future, man. These big-ass quarterbacks like Josh Allen and uh, Justin Herbert that can run, run you over, not get sacked easy because those dudes ain't going down with just a shoulder shrug. No, do that. You got to get to them. Like, you know, these these dudes, I mean, that Trey Lance, look at how big he is in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Yeah, I didn't realize he was 6'4", first of all. I thought he was like – I thought he was like a typical FCS quarterback, six foot, six one, whatever. Wow, you know I mean? He's big. He's a big dude. Didn't realize that. That's why I, I now I will stand by my I said Zach Wilson was going to be a bust, not just because of being with the Jets, but that helps. But I just didn't see it. No, I didn't see it either. He, I didn't he see it either. 50 balls at BYU. But yeah. So being with the Jets definitely uh secures that uh thought. But you know, it's early. It's early in the season. A lot of weird stuff's happened. Like I said, Pittsburgh beat Buffalo somehow. In another right. dimension, another world, it feels like eight years ago at this point. But, no. you know, that's what we got. So, what we got now? What, the MLB? Doing a quick MLB rundown? Yeah, we got to talk some baseball because what I say at the start of us when we came back here in episode uh, season two, I said the Yankees were going to overtake first place and they're going to win the World Series. I stand by my prediction that the evil empire is going to get it done. I hate it, but it's going to happen. My money's still in the Dodgers. I picked the Dodgers. I'm sticking with it. Sticking with it. Now, the Cardinals, let's talk Cardinals here because the Reds are done. They're dead. I don't know if you want to have a funeral for them right now, but it's over. The Cardinals won 16 in a row. The Phillies are done. Slam Diego's got big problems. Matter of fact, you know what? With the Reds, at least they didn't spend a gazillion dollars on their team and not make the playoffs like the Phillies. If they did, though, they'd probably be in the playoffs right now. If they spent some money on any kind of relief pitching, they would be in the playoffs, hands down. Yeah, so talk to us about that letter. Someone tweeted it back out about that. Oh, man, I, I, always I, I, I saw it, and it was from the owner back in 2007. Yeah. He bought the team. I he remember. Bought, he bought the team for $270 million, right? Now the team is valued over $1 billion. This is one of the, this is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, franchise in baseball. And so, I mean, people should care about it. They have a loyal fan base. It is in a smaller market, but the fans will show up, especially if you put a little money in the team because the team was good this year. The team was solid. They lost so many games because of the bullpen. It was terrible. It wasn't because they couldn't hit. They're top five in major leagues in hitting. It's just – Did it's nothing at the deadline. Did nothing at the deadline. Did nothing. I mean, the way he did wasn't enough. And what they did in the offseason wasn't enough. He could have done a little bit in both, and they would be in the playoffs right now. I guarantee it. They had the talent. They had the whatever. Now, Cassiano's probably going to go somewhere else, which you can try to fill in, you know, fill in his bat or whatever. Winker's probably going to go somewhere else. Votto's getting old. A lot of young kids coming through the system. I don't know what's going to happen. But, yeah, Reds are done. They, they shouldn't be. It's disappointing because they were excited to watch one a few games this year. It's just disappointing, man. And the owner said he would spend whatever money it took to get the Reds relevant and get them good again. Well, lies. It's all lies. He's not doing that. He's pulling the Mike Brown, Bengals owner. Same thing. Mike Brown won't spend any money either. He needs to go ahead and let his daughter run that organization too because she's willing to do some things to bring some good talent in that organization to make them a contender. And the Castellini family, he needs to do the same, spend money on some players, or sell the organization to someone that will. What I see, the Reds are worth a billion dollars now? Yes, they're worth a billion dollars. And he will not spend any money. You need to print that letter out, and you and your kids need to go down to uh, the stadium and hang it up all over the place. Just get everybody riled up. You know what I, I mean? It'll be horrible. Yeah. Then, horrible. then you can have fist fights in the parking lot like the Browns games. So, hey, hey, hey. We're, we're classier down here in Southwest Ohio than Northwest Ohio people. You know what? Like, in, in all seriousness, they need to knock it off because they're going to they're gonna cut off the tailgate and the cops aren't going to let you in. Like that fight after the game was crazy. We're, we're talking about the, after the Browns Bears game. Browns yes. fans, I thought it was like the outnumbered Bears fans. It's like, why are you fighting Bears fans? Like, you beat the Bears. What are you mad about? You should be happy. You should be a happy drunk and go hang out and have a good time and celebrate. So, so now you've had two home games and two major fights in the start of the season. Like, you know what I mean? They're going to ruin it for everybody, you know? Right. So they need to knock that stuff off. I'm coming to the game against the Cardinals. All right. Everybody better behave. All right. <laughs> if not, you're don't get me in some scrape. Game. I'm too old, man. I don't be <laughs> brawling with somebody. 
You know what I mean? That's I think true. last time we got into some action, that game was a twin rug throwing helmet when I was at that one like 15 years ago, whenever that was, right. 17. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody just started fighting because no one knew what happened at the end of that game. But hopefully those dark days are over. But stop fighting. You look like an idiot, right? They don't even look like you get on camera and you're slugging somebody who ain't looking, you look like an idiot. That's so, true. Yeah, you know, so true. At least squaring them up like they were the previous week, not a bunch of cheap shots. Yeah, <laughs> hitting them and running out, it was, so, it was terrible, man. It was bad. Yeah, so knock off the fighting. All right, what we got? All right, hey, here's, hey, here's something for you. How do we – how to save the hospitality industry? What's going on? What's wrong with the hospitality industry? industry oh, my God. Hotels, oh. restaurants, fast food restaurants. Lyft or um, or Uber drivers, what's going on with our industry, man? It used to be solid. You used to be able to count on it. It's going downhill. Oh, oh man. So um, after Kelly Fest on Saturday, you know, we usually like, to, me and my girlfriend, like to go out on Sunday nights, get some dinner, you know what I mean? Go out to eat right. or something like that, have a few drinks. Yep. And um, what was it? We can't even decide where we want to go because there's so many places that aren't even open on Sundays anymore. So right. the conversation nowadays is not like, I want to go here and let's go. The conversation is, where can we go and actually get served at a table within two hours, right? Because right. it's just crazy. Where can we go where they're not going to totally ruin the food, right? right? I even joked that we should go to Sheets and just sit on their picnic tables out there because at least I know I'm going to get my food, right? <laughs> so... Uh, you know, we go we go downtown Bethlehem again, right? Because we're in the area. Right. Uh, we and there's a bunch of restaurants down there. There's a ton of people sitting outside, right? Nobody's got food, right? Like, are they just holding down tables or what? Right. Going to this one place, right? This is how. I mean, it's just awful, right? You already can't get served at McDonald's in my area. I told you we had, I had the one great experience, like an out of body experience, getting a good McDonald's meal is just insane, right? You're in a good mood that day. Yeah, I was in a good mood. I actually got several. Today, I'm in a foul mood because they still can't get this stuff right, right? So we go to this restaurant. I'm not going to call anybody out by name, but I'm sitting at the restaurant. So this girl comes out. She says, well, I'm going to serve her right with you. 15 minutes later, I'm still sitting outside with the dog. Can't even get a water, right? Nobody comes by. I just, right. just left the menus on the table. Peace, right? Go walk around. Everywhere's full. Nobody's got food, right? Right. Go to the brewery place. They usually have a good burger and fries. Uh, this one brewery right downtown. Uh, like I said, I won't call people out. Go in there. There's all the seats outside are, you know, empty. Go inside. There's people that hey, want to sit outside. I don't have any staffing tonight, so we're not going to do the patio. So let me get this straight, knucklehead. Everybody's sitting outside because it's beautiful out. Nobody wants to sit inside. So you got five people standing there talking to each other. Obviously work there, right? There's right. like five people inside and you don't staff for outside. Come on, man, get real. So we leave that place, go down to uh, this other place. You know, it wasn't that busy. There's like maybe 12 people here. It's like a sports bar. Now it used to be a club sports bar now. Right. At least we get served there. I get a margarita. It's awful. <laughs> it's like just awful. I wanted to call, I wish I had John Tapper's number because he needs to do a whole series of bar rescue out here. He could do a whole season of bar rescue out here. I mean, not even that, just get you know, a room right there in Hotel Bethlehem and just save the whole city because it sucks, right. right? So sit down and I wish you know, somehow on the YouTube channel, you got to get the mozzarella sticks on there and show yeah. these people the mozzarella sticks they serve my girlfriend. I was like, yo, Mozzarella sticks aren't supposed to be black. Like, change your grease, bro. She's like, oh, sorry. Oh, and then, you know, the way in the way she's defense, she was super nice, right? I'm not mean to her. I want, I, I'm always, I'm that type of person. I know I get mad, you know, tell you the bad experiences, but I'm that type of person that sits down. If it's awful, I just never go there again. I tip, right. don't make a scene, go. I'm, my girlfriend, no, man, she's a bulldog. She's like, really? Like, you're going to serve me these? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Oh she, man! She thinks, the, the way she's probably walking, thinking like, "Oh man, this is gonna be so terrible." When I hand her this, hand them this food, they know that this looks terrible, and we need to change the grease because the cheese sticks look extra dark. They oh couldn't. man! <laughs> and, and you know, Jackie. So like, uh, <laughs> so they were like, "Can we get silverware?" 
Like they bring out the plates, there's no silverware. And this is like the fifth time we've gone out to eat that this happens. They'll bring the food out, and there's no silverware and there's no napkins, right? So they bring us out silverware that's got food all over it and one napkin. Like this is not a staffing problem, people. Quit blaming staffing. This is a <laughs> I don't know what kind of problem it is. It's I don't give a problem. So let me ask you this, like you're working for tips, right? Are you going right. to bring, like, are you going to bring out somebody with dirty silverware and one napkin? I hate to I mean, be I'm the doom and gloom to. person, right? If I have to, I'll, I'd really take the extra minute, go back on hand wash the, the silverware. Oh, yeah. Like, so, it's worth that time. So, you know, like I said, I don't want to make a scene, right? My cheese stick was freaking awful, terrible. And you know yeah. me, I'll eat anything. I ain't finished it. I ate like half of it. It was gross. And then I, the only thing that was good was the fries and the nachos weren't bad, but who knows what the plate looked like that they put the nachos on before I got it. So uh, sure. the manager literally said, yeah, I think they're a little extra crispy. Crispy? A little extra crispy? Like, yo, change your <laughs> grease. Like, I worked at Burger King. I know a little bit about the food back in the day. You know, that uh, was a cool job. You know, everybody had one, hopefully. And like, yo, change your grease. It's gross. If I see oh, yeah, another I black tender in the Lehigh Valley, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> chicken nuggets aren't supposed to be black. Chicken fingers are not supposed to be black. If there's two people at a table, give them two napkins. If there's... <laughs> what do we got to do to save the, the hospitality world needs saved? You can't even get an Uber anymore anywhere. Right? I'm in Ocean City. Remember I was telling you about Ocean City? I'm down yeah. in Ocean City, Maryland. And we walked like 72 blocks to go to the boardwalk after we were at Secrets, thinking I could get a ride back. I told you we couldn't get an Uber, couldn't get a cab, nothing. I was literally ready to go to the first place with vacancy and get a room because I can't even get an Uber ride, right? What is going on out here, people? What is going on? That's we need question. to save the hospitality industry. Hey, that's why we're going to try to bring Lee on next week because he's in the hospitality industry. Hopefully he has some answers for it. It'd be nice yeah. if you did. Don't know because I don't know what's going on. It's gone downhill. I know a lot of places they, the the servers, you know, the client or the you know the employees there is decreased. I get it. We understand it. But some things like your you know your cheese sticks you had change the grease. It's not the hard to do. Uh, it's you don't have to yeah. do it. What? After how often you're supposed to do it? Either way, I mean, I think we did it every day as far as doing that. But like change the grease. You don't want dirty grease in there. Your When's the last time you've got a DoorDash order that's been right? Or actually has some napkins in the bag. Tell me, when's the last time? Or even usually, a fork for something. It's like usually if it's right, there's no napkins. And there's napkins and like sauces, there's it's not right. So yeah, I've gotten know. I've gotten to the point where I'm gonna lose weight just because I can't get served anywhere, which is probably a good thing, but that's what it's coming to. I literally think that there might be a big conspiracy in the hospitality industry to kill obesity by not feeding anybody, making you wait at a table for two hours. Might be true. It might be true. Man, hey, man. And what I will say is, Lynn and I went to um, Eddie Merlot, a restaurant Friday night in Cincinnati. Solid. It was great service, great food. Um, you know, nice restaurant I went to. I had a, had a ribeye steak, six and a half ribeye, cooked perfectly, medium. Had great mashed potatoes with it, great drinks. Did you see the place? What place was it? You guys tell us where it's at? Uh, Eddie Merlot. Okay. Eddie Merlot, um, what, aged beef and seafood restaurant. Uh, it's in Cincinnati on the northeast side of Montgomery. So lots of nice restaurants over there. We went there celebrating the anniversary. It was good times, good food. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that place, but I wouldn't expect their service to be anything less. So, but yeah, yeah. other than that, though, the struggle is real out here, man. So, you know what? Okay, I got it, right? Like, you might be short step step, but why don't you start thinking outside the box, right? Why can't I go up to a table, scan the thing, and order on my order the food on my phone? Cut some staffing out, right? I know it kills the waiter experience, customer experience, or something, but like, why is someone not thinking outside the box? I mean, this one restaurant's expensive. We stopped at the other uh, last night, and you couldn't even read the menu because the menu they gave you had been rubbed off so much. I was like, couldn't even see the entrees. Like what is going on, people? Uh, a lot of restaurants aren't even giving. Hey, a lot of restaurants aren't even giving menus now. They just give you the things to scan. Yeah, and, 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 and I think that's that. smart. 
I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with that, man. So I want to scan it and I want to order on it too, right? Because right. I'm tired. There's no no servers. Like this is insane, right? So I need John Tapp for a bar rescue, my favorite show, to come out here and rescue the entire eastern Pennsylvania, western New Jersey block. The whole area needs saved. You need to come out from Vegas and do two seasons out here and save this place because I'm going to lose 30 pounds here in the next week because I'm not going out anymore. I can't even get a meal, right? You can't even, like, if you want to stop somewhere around here to get breakfast before you go to work or something, you got to leave two hours early. Right. Yeah, so there, I'm off my soapbox now, but I want people to give us ideas on how we can save the hospitality industry. Because I like to go out to dinner and I, I have gotten to the point now where I'm sitting there and I can't even figure out where I want to go because I don't know who's not going to screw everything up. We will, we will post the question to our social media. We'll post to our Facebook page. Yes. We'll post it to Twitter and we'll see how else we can post it out there to get different everybody's perspectives on how we can save the hospitality industry around, you know, around our country. So one need. more thing too, before yeah. you people respond to the question. I don't want to hear about understaffing because when there's 10 people in the restaurant and there's two servers, they should be able to handle it. So agreed. Agreed. Yeah. How many times, how many times are you hearing the uh, staffing excuse now that everybody's screwing around? Right. Like, man, I, I'll tell you what, I'm, glad I don't, I'm glad I don't own a restaurant. I ain't got the pay, I won't have the patience for this. <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't either, man. I wouldn't either. All right. Let's move it on, man. Let's move it on. Hey, we'll try to bring Lee back. Maybe he has some insight for us since he's been a, a restaurant manager, bar manager, and been in that life for a minute. So I have to get Jackie on, on too. Maybe even Jackie. We know a lot of people in this industry. We need people to help us save the industry. Yeah, Elena, Elena too. She's been in that industry as well. So we'll try to bring yes. them on, see if they can give us any kind of point. Yeah, I don't care. We got to have a round table. I don't care if we devote a whole episode to it. We got to save it because I want to go out to eat. <laughs> Yeah, you keep remember Dane. His whole whole premise is food. If 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 he's if he's full, he's happy. You guys witnessed it last week. He's a way better mood. This week, he's not in a good mood. Why? Because he's still hungry. He can't no, eat. I'm still he hungry. You know help, what? He food. Help him out. You know what? I'm going to shout out one place in this area, Big Lots, because I actually got in there today and they had somebody working there where I could actually buy something and leave. Great job, Big Lots. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. Rapid fire topics. This or that edition. Dave, oh, yeah. Questions are mine. I think you're asking the questions, aren't you? I love putting you on the spot, man. This is my favorite part of the of the show here. Terrible. All idea. right. Terrible. All right. All right. Here we go. Because yeah. I get the answer, but I already know the questions. That's why it's fun. All, All right. right. All right. This or that. You know how it goes. Tell oh, me which way you're going. Yeah, I pick one or the other. That's it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. One that's close to my heart. Christine versus Brittany. Christina versus Brittany. Yeah. Uh, Brittany. Period. It's always Brittany. 99 always out Brittany. of 99 times, I'm going to hey, go Brittany. Brittany's the original. Brittany, Brittany can dance. I was like, Brittany, hey, Team Brittany over here. Let's go. Team Brittany. Save but free Brittany. Get her paid. All right. <laughs> what we got? Monica versus Brandy from our All right. Party. So if we're talking about when I was growing up, when I was young, like when I was 13, 14 years old, <coughs> Brandy. But nowadays, <laughs> Monica, hands down. Yeah, I'm going with Monica all day long. All right, here's a tough one for you. Well, maybe not. Depends on what you like. Tony Braxton versus Mary J. Blige. Me, Mary J. Blige. I'm not a Tony Braxton fan. Never have been. I'm good. Yeah, but, man, you ever seen that video with her and Dr. Dre in it? I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. But she just it, gets Tony mind. Braxton was so fire back in the day. She broke up a Dallas Mavericks team of Jason Kidd, Jimmy Jackson, and Jamal Mashburn. Can you yeah, imagine what a team could have done? That's how. That's what kind of fire that was back in the day. Hey, All you right. know what? Yeah, she's got to go. Mary J. Blige, real one. Mary J. Blige. Yep. All right. Bud Light versus Miller Light. I'm Bud Light guy. Bud Light. All right. Well, you know, I'm, Miller. I'm good. All right, what else we got here? Snapback or fitted? Fitted all day, every day. Yes, I agree. We got the 5950 New Era hats holding it down all day. Uh, this type of hat, I don't think they've made since uh, the 80s. It's actually got a bunch of dust on it. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds yeah, me of I had, to, had to pull this one out deep in the closet. All right, what do we brother. got here? I'll think about famous hat. Here's, here's a tough one for us because I know we used, when we used to go out a lot, what do we go? Uh, gin or Captain? 
gender captains. That's tough. I mean, I'll probably say gin just because longevity, because I don't really drink captain anymore. So gin. Gin. I, you know what? It kind of depends. I like gin in the summer because when we were down there in Cincinnati, it was hotter than hell. It's True. still has in the summer. Or, you know, the captain was more of my winter drink. What we got here? Tupac or Biggie? Ah. <laughs> it, goes it goes quiet. It goes quiet. quiet. I'm going to say Tupac. Yeah, Tupac's always been my favorite. But, but Biggie was more the lyricist. Tupac's just going to have something for all emotions, though. So I'm going Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Bigger catalog helps him. Yeah. Uh, De Niro or Pacino? Oh, man. I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to uh, say De Niro. Uh, I'm going right. Pacino any given Sunday. We call See, for that. Well, that, that that's why I was saying Pacino and any given Sunday. Like you know, he had me. He had me motivated in that speech. Had yeah. me motivated. Well, right. You know what? They're both great. You know, he the Godfathers. You know, uh, right? All right, Arnold versus Stallone. <laughs> I'm saying Stallone. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm going I'm with Big A, man. Hey, I'm so. Salone, better actor. I never you hate Arnold Rocky, Rocky, though. You, I can't believe you're going no, Salone. You hate I, Rocky. I don't, I don't hate Rocky. I just never watched it. I finally, oh. I finally watched the Rocky. So I'm like, okay, I, I see it. No, I never watched Rambo. But I mean, those are the only two movies he's done that anybody knows. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think Kindergarten Cop. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> Kindergarten Cop's good. All right, I got you on that. Spice Girls or In Sync? I'm going to Spice Girls. Yeah, I'll go there. I'll go Got to. Now, hey, In Sync. I'm a Timberlake fan. I mean, he he was he was In Sync, but I'm going Spice Girls. Okay, there we go. There's our this or that Terrell edition. Figuring it out for you. So, <laughs> uh, I got one more for you. Cowboys yep. Eagles Monday Night Football. Which way are you going? In Big B. Big B is three and a half point favorites as of this morning. I think I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think their defense has improved enough and their offensive firepower is crazy, even though Philly's defense is solid. I think Dak's still gonna throw for over 300 yards. I don't think I don't think Z's gonna run for over 100 yards, but I think Dak's gonna throw the ball around. And, I think uh, the Eagles got a real coach. I think their defense has improved. And my boy Jalen Hurts is going to make me right. He's going to be the man. It's going to be a hey. coming out party on Monday night in Big D. When he's a fancy quarterback. He's my fancy quarterback. I want him to go off. I want him to go off. He's my oh, fancy yeah. quarterback. So let's see what's good. You know what? Because then Jalen Hurts will get noticed by all the Cowboys fans. Because the one thing that is a recurring thing about Cowboys fans, they're a unique fan base because there's a lot of them. None of them actually watch the games. They just wear right. the clothes and say they're Cowboys fans and know nothing about football. That's Everywhere true. I go in this country, going to watch a, you know, football on Sunday, and there's a Cowboys fan sitting there pretending like he cares about what happens in the game, right? Are they, is, are they the biggest fraud fan base? You know why I like our show? We had to do our own show because I'm tired of every show talking about the Cowboys because nobody cares. When are they going to realize <laughs> nobody cares, right? They talk not, not about yet. the Cowboys as much as LeBron, right? It's because – People either hate them or don't like, you know what I mean? So uh, maybe we should talk about the Cowboys, but I can't do it. I can't stomach it. So that's all. Nah, I got not today. Not today. What we are going to talk about here is get real with Dayton. We got African football. Dayton, what you got, man? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I am in a foul mood today because, you know what? After what, seeing that Ohio State game, I love the Zips, right? I grew up in Akron. I love the Zips. You know, uh, you know, you suck. Like, what is going on? It's an embarrassment. It has been forever. Bowden Ball didn't work. You got that beautiful stadium, downtown Akron, that just used to be trash when I was growing up, right? right. Nothing there. You got a fantastic facilities. You're in an area of the country that is a football area with little competition for players, right? You don't need to get the players that Ohio State has, right? You just right. need to get the players below that level. You don't even need to get the players necessarily that Minnesota and Rutgers get, right, to win the MAC, right? Sure. You've got to get players that can play. Might be a little shorter, might be a step slower, right? 
and you're right there. There is enough players in Northeast Ohio to field a better squad than that garbage you're putting on the field right now. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Get it Zips suck, right? Hey, Sucks. Okay, bring it back. I'll have the sign next time up. Fear the Rue. I want to fear the Rue again. Fear, ain't nobody fearing the Rue. Nobody. You know what? Kent State's right down now. Kent State, like I think it's like eight miles down the road. It's not in the city of Akron, like right down the hot, right down 224, whatever it is, right? right? And they've been pretty competitive. They got a pretty good coach, and their facilities and stadium isn't nothing like Akron's. True. All right. So you got the city of Cleveland, right? What's the college in Cleveland? Cleveland State, they don't even play football. How the right. hell do you not get any players at the Akron's? Let's see the record. Let's pull this up. I got yeah, we gotta go over the Akron record here. All right, last year, one and five, fifth in the East. 2019, 0-12, sixth in the East, 0-8 in the MAC, of course. Terry Bowden's last year, four and eight, tied for fourth in the East. 2017, Bowden, seven and seven. 2016, five and seven. 2015, eight and five. How about that? And a famous Idaho Potato Bowl visit. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. 2014, five and seven. 2013, five and seven. 2012, one and eleven. 2011, one and eleven. 2010, one and 11, 2009, three and nine. Yo, how long has Akron been playing football? Let me go to the bottom here. 1891, no coach, one and three. <laughs> what, what is going on? What, someone, you know what? I don't want somebody to just save the hospitality industry. I'm desperate. I want somebody to save Akron football. It is disgusting that the people of Akron have to see that kind of football. Well, that, right? That's what the coach there is trying to do. He's from Cleveland. He went to St. Ignatius. That's like football royalty in Ohio. No. <laughs> yeah, Max schools are competitive. Bowling Green just beat beat Minnesota. That boat, there ain't no more rowing the boat anymore. That boat's down in Davy Jones' locker because it's over in Minnesota. Done. There ain't no more rowing the boat. But Akron, you suck, dude. Fix it. You have the facilities and everything. I know this coach, it's only his second year, but come on, man. Fix it. Get real. That's my get real with Akron. It's almost as bad. And you know, I I, I can't quit without getting a Kevin Love reference in here because obviously it's it's media day for the Cavs. Why is he still on, on the team? Let's get that Ben Simmons deal done. Let's get that Ben Simmons deal done. That's all I got for get real. He can't Akron shoot. football. He can't shoot. We'll talk about that later. He can't shoot. We'll talk about that later, though. All right. Akron football. Yeah. Akron football, you suck. Fix it. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. That's Dan. That's get real with Dan. After football, you heard him. Fix it. ASAP. Thanks, I'm talking messaging money with Rel. Today we have your boy, Kyrie Irving. Oh, I love talking Kyrie Irving. Now, Tell Kyrie me what Irving, you got. He is an anti vaxxer which is fine. I'm not mad about that. He also has conspiracy theories that there's microchips in, in, in the in the <laughs> vaccines, the coronavirus vaccines. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know who his sources are. If he has like secret, you know, extra secret sources that are out there that can tell him this stuff. Or whatever. Either way, he's he's talking about sitting out games this coming NBA season. To put that in perspective, Kyrie Irving's salary is thirty four million one hundred twenty two thousand six hundred and fifty dollars for the 2021-2022 season. That's just for a season. That's two commas, two commas, one season. He will lose four hundred twenty eight thousand dollars per game that he sits out. Well, you know what? Maybe the Brooklyn Nets will just let him take personal time for the whole season again this year. How about that? Just pay him. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying all that. Either way, that's messing your money because I don't care who you are. That's a lot of money. I mean, obviously, none of us are going to see that kind of money like that. At least not the typical everyday Joe that's out there. That's not happening. So, I mean, I, I it's one thing to sit out because you don't believe in getting vaccinated. All right. Your personal beliefs, I get it. I respect it. Whatever. But they have the conspiracy theories and put it all out there. This is the same guy that said that, that the earth was flat. Yep. Like it's it's hard to it's hard to keep credibility in somebody when they're saying the earth is flat. You like, know what? I, Dan Gilbert of the Cavs, since he's got a lot of money, should offer to put Kyrie Irving on a boat, let him sail around the earth to prove to him it's round. I was <laughs> thinking that. Well, be a good experiment, you know. Let him go. Be there. Interesting. Yeah, huh? It would be interesting. I mean, I mean he, he he stepped back from that theory saying the earth was flat. He stepped back from it. But it's the fact that he just put out there in the first place. Put out there in the first place. It's just hard. 
It's hard. It's hard. It's conspiracy theory. Hopefully no one believes him on that. Like I said, if this is a belief that he doesn't want to be vaccinated because he's worried about the after effects or whatever long term, I get that. I respect that. I understand that. NBA, their business, they have their mandates. If he doesn't want to fall in line with that, that's fine. It's his choice. Either way, it's still messing with money, whatever his beliefs are, because $34 million annually is a lot of money. $34 million over a 10-year period. That's a lot of money. I would take it. I would figure something out because I wouldn't lose out of that money. But I'm not him. He's not me. So that's what it is. That's messing with your money. And Kyrie Irving is definitely messing with his money, regardless of his beliefs. It is what it is. Yeah, we'll see. You know what I mean? Like, he's been working the system, seeing how much he can get away with for a while now. We'll see what happens. Right, right. So, on that note, bring the show to a close. Dane, we're having good times. Like I say, you can reach me on Twitter, at Franchise1122. You reach Dane, at D DeMeo. We're out there on Facebook, Always Relevant. Just type in at Always Relevant. <clears throat> That's A-L-W-I-S-R-E-L-L-E-V-E-N-T. Uh, we're out there on instagram as far as that as well same thing on twitter like i said before um we're out there on youtube as well as hey, google always relevant al al w-a-y-s and then rel r-e-l-l then even e-v-e-n-t and type it in youtube you'll find it find our episodes out there we post them every week um people apparently like watching us out there for some reason i don't know if it's just our, our charming faces or what i don't get it but if you want to watch us that's fine that's where we'll be if not we're all on multiple platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast, find us. Apple, Google, doesn't matter. We're out there. So check us out see what's good. Dane, got anything else to add? Yeah, I'm going to go cook for the first time in 15 years because I can't get served food anywhere else. So If you, if you know Dane, he's not, a fan of, he's not a fan of cooking. He'd rather just All these years of working hard so I can afford to eat out every night is going to crap. <laughs> so, that's all I got, everyone. I'll see you. Sounds I'm good. Out. Yeah, see y'all. Have a good one. Later. All right, everybody, it's your favorite segment. Well, maybe it's your favorite, maybe it's not. I'm not sure, but either way, it's here. Relax and take notes. And today, I don't have too much, but um, here in Ohio, the weather is changing. It's sunny outside. It's not 100 degrees, so it's actually like mid-70s. It's comfortable. It's great for cookouts. Great to hang outside with the family and friends, have a couple of beverages, hanging out and have a good time so just enjoy that time now because i know at least here in ohio and i'm sure in pennsylvania with dane too the bad weather is gonna be coming soon it's gonna be snowing and miserable and everything we're gonna be missing summer so i know it's not as hot but the weather's still nice take advantage of it get outside have a good time with your people and um you know enjoy yourselves nothing like hanging out having good times as always um and talking about hanging out having good times dane and i have fun doing this show we'll be have fun listening to it um, hit us up on all of our social media. Like I said, we're going to try to be more active on those uh, different platforms. Like I said, Twitter at Franchise1122 and at Deed Mayo. On Facebook, it's at Always Relevant. So look out for us. We'll probably be posting things on, on Instagram. And we'll also be posting this episode on YouTube as well. So be on the lookout for that. We'll be sending links for it. Um, like I said, we'll be out there sending content. We'd love to hear back from you. So please respond to us uh send out your comments and everything um until then until next episode have fun enjoy your time and um we'll talk to you soon later